0: Welcome to the Elevated Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Janessa McKenzie, an intuitive business and mindset coach to inspired, success-driven solopreneurs like you who are ready to show up like a badass boss and create the impact and income they desire. It's my mission to help you see who you were created to be so you can share your gifts with the world and make a difference. My approach to business is not what most would call normal. Thank God, because being weird and unapologetic about it is my jam. On this podcast, we mix the woo with the do to help you create the space, energetics, and strategy to attract the clients and cash you really want while unapologetically showing up as who you are so you can design the business and life you desire from the inside out. So if you're ready to say peace to settling, hiding, half-assing, and dimming your light, and yes to having the abundant, profitable business and life of your dreams without living on the edge of exhaustion and overwhelm, Listen up as I hit the BS button on the extremely outdated perception that you need to hustle to be something you're not to be successful. Thank you so much for being here today. Now let's do this. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Elevated Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm here today with a super special, extra special guest today. My daughter, Peyton, she's 12 And we're going to talk about judgment today, about how other people perceive you and thoughts around that from a 12-year-old perspective. Hi, Peyton. Hi. (laughs) She's a little nervous today. So she's never done this before. And she's like, oh, um, do I get to introduce myself? Do I talk? What do I do? (laughs) So this is just going to be a fun mom-daughter talk about how, how we relate to people in the world and our thoughts and cares about how they relate to us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us about you, Peyton, how do you feel about other people or other people feeling certain ways about you? (laughs) she doesn't know what to say so like if you're in school and somebody says that like they don't like your hair something like that how do you feel
1: well that's the way i like it and they don't have to like it
0: yeah that's right they don't it's not their hair right Mm -hmm. and and you know how do you do you find yourself looking at somebody else's hair sometimes and going "Ooh."
1: well in this generation
0: definitely yeah what do you mean
1: um nowadays there are people with they'll tease their hair super weirdly or
0: hey that's like 90s hair 80s 90s hair that was me
1: (laughs) (laughs) i mean we all know the nineties
0: are coming back. Yes. I'm so excited for that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And they put their hair all different, different ways. They're putting, they're cutting their hair, curtain bangs, mullets.
0: Little Billy Ray Cyrus coming back. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, and how do you feel about you judging them for their haircuts?
1: Um, I don't know. I I wouldn't, I wouldn't personally hair the way it is Mm -hmm. usually straightened or natural
0: so is it kind of like your first thoughts like oh my god look at our hair or would it be more like oh that's an interesting haircut like yeah (laughs) (laughs) like i don't have to wear it so good on you (laughs) yeah type of thing yeah and how do you feel about you know like tell me what happens at school like what makes you feel uncomfortable
1: um well in my school I there's always this big group of girls Mm. and they're all like they all have the same they wear the same thing they plan to wear the same jeans the same sweatshirts the same shoes and I walk by them and I'm like be unique yeah like (laughs) hello there
0: yeah and how do you feel about you know, your feelings about that, like, does, do your, when you feel like you're being judgy to somebody else, does that make you feel a certain way about yourself?
1: Uh, I, I honestly don't know.
0: You never really thought about it like that? No. No, because we don't like people judging us, right? No. And usually when people judge us, it's usually because there's something within themselves that they're seeing in you that either they wish they had or make them feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Right. So sometimes when I see a haircut on somebody, since we were talking about haircuts and I'm like, Whoa, like that's a haircut. You know Uh, I, I probably wouldn't do it myself, but good on them for doing it. Like we just talked about, but I think for me, looking at somebody that's bold enough to cut their hair like that like I think that's a self-reflection of almost being like saying to myself sometimes man I wish I could just go to the hairdresser and be like oh chop it off and make it spiky and make it all different colors see you
1: know <laughs> I, yeah I've seen a lot of girls just go ahead and cut their hair by themselves because they were bored
0: yeah
1: and I have this little piece back here.
0: I see. I was just looking at that. I cut
1: my hair. (laughs) I don't know why. I was was just bored one day. I was in the bathroom and I saw scissors. I'm like, oh, let me just cut a little part of my hair. And I kind of regret that. Yeah. That just means that I am definitely not cut out to cut (laughs) more than, like...
0: Like you're going to go to a hairdresser. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I could not do that.
0: Yeah. But being... Does, like, somebody's haircut and you know you kind of being like whoa like I wouldn't do that to my hair but like how cool would it be to just feel like I could do that
1: I mean I'm not saying all of those are bad Mm. they look good on certain people Mm -hmm. I just wouldn't do that I am not brave enough to cut my hair like that
0: right so which leads into do you wish you were brave enough
1: I don't like not
0: necessarily to cut it like that, but to feel like you could just do whatever you wanted with it and not feel like somebody was going to be like, Oh my God, what did you do to your head?
1: Yeah. (laughs) I, I, I cut, I cut my hair. Well, actually when I was in quarantine for two weeks, Mm. I cut it on Halloween, I cut it up to my shoulders, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so short, and then I got used to it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to cut it again, I want to cut it shorter. Yeah. So I cut it, so I cut it shorter. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, I like that, I just need to try different things, and then I went on dyeing my
0: hair. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: It didn't go. At
0: 12, may (laughs) I say.
1: (laughs) Not permanent, though. Not permanent.
0: No, it's cute, though. It's all one color. Yeah. Which, even if it wasn't all one color, it wouldn't. It would be okay with me anyways. Yeah. I mean, you're the one that's got to walk around with it, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'd still take you places. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's interesting though. When you dig a little deeper into when you, when you are being judgy on somebody, why, mm-hmm. why are you being judgy? And it's usually it comes down to either you wish you felt that way secure enough to be like heck yes i'm just gonna wear my hair however the heck i want not caring what anybody thinks yeah you know um or you know it's something else i don't i don't know but it's always usually when we have thoughts about somebody else it's always usually a reflection of something within us Mm -hmm. that we wish we could project more of into the world
1: Mm mm-hmm
0: yeah not interesting yeah yeah (laughs) so have there been any other times where you've either felt judged have you when have you felt judged
1: um I can't think of them off the top of my head but Mm. I know there's been many many times yeah when I'm just I'm just walking into school or I'm sitting at a lunch table. Or somebody just walks by me. I I, I don't feel right.
0: Mm. I'm like, like. They look at you a certain way. Yeah. Or... And I'm like.
1: Even if they have a mask on in school. I'm still <laughs> like. What did I do? Yeah. Why are you looking at me like that?
0: Yeah. And they're probably not really even looking at you anyway. You're just yeah. That's just your perception.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Isn't that weird how we do that? Yes. That's like self esteem type of a thing Mm -hmm. like we're almost afraid to be seen Mm -hmm. even though we want to be seen yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) like don't look at me but look at me (laughs) yeah (laughs) see how awesome i am no don't see how i (laughs) sign humans are strange that way aren't they
1: yes very much
0: yeah so what else do you think you know plays into judgment what else do you think plays into judgment
1: um what do you mean by that
0: well like if if you're being judgy to somebody or if you feel like somebody's being judgy to you or say somebody says something to you Mm -hmm. right that makes you feel kind of crappy about yourself why do you you know what what do you think how do you deal with that
1: sometimes um sometimes i I'll, I'll think it through and then i think it will be true but after that i'm like that's their pers- perspective Mm -hmm. that's their thoughts, that's not my thoughts.
0: Amen. I
1: have my own. I I that's it's me, it's my body and they can't tell me what or what not to do with it.
0: Right. What to do or what not to do, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. And, and not even that, but maybe they don't like the way you act or the way you talk or the way you move your head side to side, like people are, you know, can be judging on judgy. all kinds of things. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So when you think about like what you want to be when you grow up, which just by the way, I'm, I'm putting this out there for future reference, Peyton's going to have an, a house full of animals <laughs> and
1: no, they're going to be dogs, not animals. Oh, okay. They're gonna be dogs.
0: No, I mean, no, I believe that there will be more than just dogs because we just talked about a fox this morning she's like i want a fox for a pet oh boy
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and then i want to be a veterinarian
0: yes so. so she's in love with animals so knowing what you want to be when you grow up and you know do you feel like anyone would judge you for wanting to be that
1: i mean all my friends know that i love animals i'll see like I I don't know a bird I'll be like oh my gosh that's the cutest bird I've ever seen (laughs) even though I've seen that bird like a million times yeah
0: or if a bird was hurt you'd be the first one to (laughs) yeah go out there and help it yeah so do you but do you feel like you know your your friends are like why would you want to be a veterinarian
1: um no no
0: well that's good that's good yeah um, I
1: mean, I have all different types of friends. One, one of my friends, they have a mullet. They she yeah. cut her hair randomly, yeah, and she completely like did her eyebrows and like colored her eyebrows with markers. Oh. I'm like, okay, okay. I'll just that's support your thing. You. I'll cool. just, I'll just support you through that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything <laughs> bad about that.
0: Yeah, sometimes though, when our friends do things that, I mean, that's not going to hurt her, but if like our friends do things that, you know, might hurt them or ha- hurt themselves or others, or even have thoughts that, you know, aren't serving their highest self, you know, we,
1: you have to be there for
0: them. Yeah. We have to be there for, be- for them and support them. And sometimes it, it means saying the hard things,
1: you can't let them go go through that alone no because they're not going to make the best decisions
0: right right and sometimes telling them the truth like i mean we always want to tell our friends the truth but i mean sometimes telling our friends the hard truth like it well it's not going to hurt them more it might you know make them a little angry or or hurt their feelings at the moment but hopefully it's pushing them or guiding them towards a better decision-making process mm-hmm. or, you know, better life decisions, mm-hmm. you know, cause some, I mean, I think the best thing you can do for a friend is to be honest and, you know, not push your own opinions on them, but find out how you can guide them to a better way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's hard, and you can get judged for that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's humans are definitely complex people, aren't they?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We have all kinds of feelings and all kinds of things that happen.
1: And you can get super weirdly judged because you can be put into groups, mm. like like the nerds, the popular girls popular people like goth kids
0: yeah labeled
1: and, yeah and there's like a group that, those are kind of the people and then there's just a mix and mm. i'm kind of in the mix i don't know where i am but i got to <laughs> care less
0: that was me I, okay. I, I
1: don't want to be popular i don't want everybody to have their attention on me And i also don't want to be nerd because i'm not that smart
0: well that's how do we flip that because By that actually
1: paying attention to well, school.
0: no, how do we flip that? Like y- you telling yourself you're not smart. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, forgot who I was talking to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we we shouldn't tell ourselves that we're not smart because mm-hmm. we're all smart. We're just smart in our own ways, right? Yeah. So but being labeled in a clique so I don't know if you know what that word is but that's like the group of Mm -hmm. like the popular girls or the group of the nerdy people or the you know that's what they call them cliques it's like when a bunch of people
1: click together click
0: together in the same yeah it's usually like school you know Mm -hmm. um but yeah I I was like that too I was friends with all kinds of people like Mm -hmm. I wasn't didn't belong to a specific clique I was just
1: there
0: belonged to me yeah. <laughs> i belonged to me but i also like i was just friends with everybody mm. didn't matter if you were super nerdy smart or not mm. you know there's
1: like maybe two or three people i stick with in school and they're not even in my class i don't know anybody in my class like, i don't <laughs> really even talk in my class i'm just there
0: well you're there to learn not to talk not to, you know, talk, but you should get to know people in your class too, though. Mm. Doesn't mean you have to be, you know, instant friends because that yeah. doesn't happen, but you should know people in your class. Socializing is important and not, you know, feeling judged because <laughs> you're socializing, you know, is, do you think that's why you don't talk to a lot of people in your class?
1: Um, no, it's just, I moved there last year. Mm. So, and then we went fully remote mm. after that.
0: Yeah, so it was we were weird. only
1: there for a few months. So, I didn't really get to know anybody that well either. Mm. So So
0: you just haven't had a chance yet. Yeah. Yeah. And it's still kind of weird cuz you're like half remote, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't say I don't know anybody. I mean, like I've small talked to some people. Some of them were on my team last year, but I never talked to them.
0: Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad it's not because you don't, you know, you don't feel like people will like you or anything. Yeah. Because you're definitely (laughs) likable. The best personality ever. (laughs) (laughs) So what would you say to another 12-year-old girl listening to this podcast right now and she felt like she was being judged? What would you tell her?
1: It doesn't matter what other people think. You are you and you're, it's not good. You can't change for other people. That's not how it works.
0: No, it's not how it should work, right? Not how it should work. Yeah.
1: You should change for yourself and not other people.
0: Hmm. Yeah. If you feel like you need to, you know, do something better or be different. Like when I say be different, I don't mean, I don't mean it in that like literal sense. I mean, like
1: from other people, just
0: be you and not what other people expect you to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm going to do that for you. And that's the best thing you can do for you Mm -hmm. is to, you know, be you and not, not somebody else. Like not what somebody else thinks you should be. Like the movie we watched last night. Right. So we watched Palmer last night. I don't know if anyone's seen it, but Justin Timberlake's in it. And there's a little boy in it who, man, we can all learn a lot from that little boy. I don't want to ruin the movie for anyone that hasn't seen it, but if you haven't seen it, go watch it, and you'll know what I mean. Uh, but yeah, I for the first time it was the second time I saw her. it was with Peyton and I because I watched it about a week ago, maybe not even a week ago. But I watched it first, and then watched it with her. And the first time I had like all the feels, all the feels. It was like I felt every emotion in that movie the first time, and then but I've seen it so watching it a second time didn't have quite the emotional Mm -hmm. impact on me but the first time i was like oh my god oh my gosh wow you know
1: (laughs) (laughs) and it takes a lot for her to say that was a great movie
0: it does yeah it does so if you haven't seen palmer yet go watch that it's really good um all right so anything else that you want to say i think you just closed it with a pretty amazing statement there i just going to be you right mm-hmm. mm. all right everyone so if you loved this episode then i want you to screenshot it and tag me on instagram and tell me what you thought oh and peyton is on instagram <laughs> too but i think you have to yours is private though right your profile is like. Okay, so you can find her on Instagram too and you can tag us both and tell us what you thought of this episode. We want to hear from you. And we'll see you in the next episode. Say bye. Bye. Have you ever wondered why some days you're so energized that whipping through actions in your business is a breeze and others you feel like you just want to go back to bed, pull the covers over your head and totally retreat from the world? Or maybe there are weeks where everything feels easier and the abundance is flowing while others feel like you're smashing your head on a brick wall and resistance seems to rule, leading to a shit ton of trash talk going on in your head. If you're anything like me and most entrepreneurs, you've tried to push through and keep hustling even when your mind, body, and soul are crying out for rest. Because that's what we've been taught we need to do to be successful. Go, 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 24-7. What if I told you that it doesn't have to be that way? Imagine just for a moment that you could create an abundant, profitable business without living on the edge of exhaustion and burnout. What if you could actually enjoy your business in a state of joy, ease, and flow? What if you could find that healthy balance of business, life, and self without the guilt of not being on all the time? Well, you can. By understanding your own unique energy... Clearing out the old stories that play on a loop in your head and replacing them with upgraded next level empowered versions that are aligned with your vision, kick ass strategies and awesome business coaching to move your business forward. You don't always have to be on in order to be successful and get big things done. In fact, it's not natural or healthy and could even be a barrier to the ultimate success of your business. Knowing when to floor the gas pedal and when to hit the brake, you'll no longer need to push or force your way forward. Instead, you can switch into receiving mode, find your flow, and be the limitless, abundant being you were created to be. I'd like to introduce you to the Elevated Entrepreneur Membership. In this vibration raising community, I am bringing you the first business building, spirituality driven membership that shows you how to apply the principles of energy, spirituality, mindset, and strategy to grow your business from the inside out for lasting success. Check out the link in the show notes or visit my website, theelevatedentrepreneur.net for more info.